So, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm feeling all right. <laughs> it finally hit got you. Me, yeah, I got, you know, a couple of drinks in me. <laughs> We're drinking the uh, Old, Old Scout. Scout from uh, Smooth Ambler. Yes, sir. 99 proof. And, you know, same guys make the contradiction. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, welcome back to Cigar Talk, guys. Yes, sir. We got Brian Falconer in the seat. Yes, sir. And, uh, well, you know. We're fixing to not have Brian Falconer <laughs> in the seat for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go have your other knee replaced. Yes, sir. So what, is anything else replaced on you? No, nothing, only my left knee. That's so your it. left knee, you've had that done. Yeah, and I'm getting ready to have the right knee done. Ah. Yeah, I'll be buying Yeah, you were key. telling me you were like being sad like a little bitch all week. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that was your I told words, you, not I, mine. My words were actually, I had a great week vacation. You were the one that said, <laughs> fuck you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I was not on vacation. I worked 12 days in a row. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. Yeah. But no, he, he's all planning for when he gets back. Like, you're making like, how am I going to get in and out of the house? Yeah. Because yeah. I got a sloped front and a sloped back going into my garage. So it's like, I can't walk up a slope after I get done with the surgery. What about one of those knee scooters? No. Like that, Jack's had one. No, that doesn't work for this. Why? You can use your other knee. I can't bend it yet. Oh. Oh. So. <laughs> so <laughs> like, you, oh. Okay. You need, you need one of those stand-up things. Yeah, the slide you straight in, stand no, 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 straight no. up. Yeah. What, are you, what, are you, what are those called? Those uh, segways. Yeah. I'd love to see you on one of those. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen after this knee surgery. It's not right. right. <laughs> Have you ever rode one of those? Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. And how was that? It was great. Was it really? Oh, yeah. It's all about balance. It's- I got good balance. Yeah, I'd get run over. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm like playing that through my mind. I'm like, yeah, nope, that wouldn't work. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Because I need... Like, I need something, a cage around me for protection. Still need four walls and a roof. Yeah, I do. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a motorcycle guy. Uh, yeah. Jack, like Jack's, that dude is a cruiser. Yeah. Like, I would love to be, like, the cruiser type dude, you know? But it's like, after I totaled my motorcycle when I was young, mm-hmm. I just was like, wow, that could have went real, oh, really, yeah. really worse. Real quick. Because I dropped one, too, when I was young. And I was like, ooh, damn, this could have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, this could have been bad. And so, you know, I just don't know. Like, I, I was thinking, I don't even know that I would want to ride one of those scooters around downtown. <laughs> one of the bird scooters. Yeah, because, like, they got, I mean, you're just. Yeah, because we were sitting there. What was it, Larry? Was it Thursday? I don't know if you kids. guys at home or in your car at Thursday work or have these, but these electric scooters, scooters. Yeah. And you, you, like you just walk up and use, use a, a credit card yeah, on your and app. And take it away. But, dude, they haul ass. Yeah, they do. We were sitting there and uh, what's his name? Brad was talking about he was out with his wife and he grabbed one to go get him a cigar. He said he put a... It's a dollar initially, and then it's like thirty nine cent for a minute. Yeah, he said he he wound up spending five dollars to go get a cigar. <laughs> I was like, well, you could have walked because he was right there at the fountain. Yeah, he was so, at the fountain. So like, it's thirty nine cents a minute. Yeah. So how much is an hour? You got thirty nine times sixty. I'm asking you. Well, one one ninety almost. It'd be about twenty five yeah, bucks. Yeah, uh-huh. wow. around that because I was going nineteen. So you're looking about close to twenty dollars. Yeah, because you got a dollar to get it, and then thirty nine cent a minute. Yeah, 
So yeah, it's yeah. twenty twenty five bucks. He sp- wanna- he spent five dollars to go a block. So mm. yeah, and he was at right there at the fountain, right there on. So uh, let me ask you third- this. Are you paying Second. only when it's moving? Yeah. Or as long as you're you, logged in? As long as you're logged in and you don't uh, take it off of you, as in you don't disengage yourself from it. You so what if paying. you forgot to disengage? you paying. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know how we got off on that. Uh, so you're having surgery yes, sir. this Tuesday. Yes, sir. Actually, that'll be today for you guys that are listening. Yeah. So, you know. Thank you for the prayers. Yeah. For those that want to pray. Yeah. And those that wish him ill. <laughs> Damn. We really? Say, you don't say a word. <laughs> really? <laughs> Email me. Wow. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm No, you're not. You, <laughs> you know, already got my replacement in place. You told Brian, uh, <laughs> you're the one that's going to. No, no. What did I say? You're one of. One of. Because, okay. like, nobody can be there every week. I yeah. can never ask. But if he's available Sunday, <laughs> bring him on in. <laughs> We've shown how hard it is. Oh, yeah. Show two up. years ago. We did this two years ago. Yeah. He was like, I said, I'll be back next week. Thank you. Because <laughs> I didn't know who I was going to call. I was like, okay, I'll be back next week. And we offered to come set up at your place. Oh, no, I don't have air conditioning in my garage. Yeah. He's like, nope, that's and we done. we got to do somewhere where you can smoke. <laughs> yep. Well, in the garage, yeah, but it's the fact that we can't cool it. And with it being 107 <laughs> daily now, nah, bro. You know what we might do? What's that? We might do like a Zoom with you. I have no problem with that. You know what I mean? I have no problem. Because no, I know not, the first. Not like while you're in the shower or anything. No, never happening. I know like the first. Two and a half, three weeks, I won't be doing anything. It'll just be straight PT, so I can't do anything. So I'll just be sitting there. So Zoom will be perfect. Are you going to be on meds? Yeah. That would make it more fun yeah, for us. Yeah, because I'll be on Oxy. That's perfect. what they gave me. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Hey, for the show, <laughs> take a couple extra. <laughs> I'm sounding like you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... Well, we hope everything goes well. Thank you. Thank Thoughts you. and prayers for you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. And uh, if you need anything... Other than a ride, I'm your man. <laughs> Why can't I get a ride, man? Because, dude, I, I'm not that guy. <laughs> Why not? I don't, I don't give rides. Why not? I don't like to. Why not? Because, you know what? You're an adult. Figure it out. That's what I'm calling you. <laughs> well, then you're not an adult. <laughs> like, you need me like, to swing by with some bread and butter? I'm so, your guy. So you drop shit off, but, but I, you ain't going to take me nowhere. Yeah, I you know what? I, I'm not. Not even, even to the leaf to get some sticks? <sighs> No, I'll just bring you some sticks. Yeah, I go get them, but I'm not going to take you there. All right. Yeah, you don't need to be up and out. Uh, damn. I'm just saying, I'm, you know what? You call me, you ask me, hey, can you pick me up at the airport? Airport. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'll be there. And then I don't show. Don't show up. I'm still and then when you bitch, I'm like, you're an adult. You should have had a plan. You know what I mean? You were the plan. Yeah, no. no. Damn, that is messed I don't up, do man. I don't do that. I, well, I'm I, thankful I know that now. I do that only for my wife. Well, that's understood. That's and understood. at the end of the day, we're in the same house. So, you know, you're not going to say I'm not living with right. you. So. I can understand that. I tell everybody why you're smoking. I am smoking a Tatawahe Series P, as in Paul. Dude, so Adam, Big Adam, is yes, the sir. one that recommended those to me. He didn't make. He didn't give you a bad recommendation. Right? And then you told me the price. Yeah. I was like, ooh, it's like four bucks or four something dollars. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Yeah, they're lights out, and I, I was like, I need more of those. That's what I thought. Well, I'm thankful that I got to try because it's worth the four. It's worth more than four dollars, though, bro. 
And I'm smoking the uh, Black Label Trading Company, and this is the uh, Last Rites. Last Rites. You had it? Yeah. We remember we had that a couple of years ago. Here he goes again, Larry. I, 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 you know, whatever. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know if you've had it. Yeah. We had it here. Well, I don't know what you smoked. <laughs> you gave it to I me. <laughs> this dude, yeah, but man. I gave you a lot of shit I don't remember. Yeah, we know. We know. We accept it and move on. Mm. <laughs> You're like, mm, this is really good. good. I'm down to the final third. Me too. And we were talking about that. Uh, who was, I think, maybe we were talking about the other night about like when you get to that part in a cigar on that final third where all of a sudden like the tobacco tastes rancid. Oh, you know what I mean? I hate when that happens. And so man. to me, that means I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but they were talking about how you could get rid of that. And what they said was, you hold the fire out in front of the ash, and you light it up, uh-huh. and you hold the fire just a little bit, and then you blow through, through it. it. Yeah. And Julio's the one who's telling me this. And first of all, I was like, if you're blowing through it, why do you need the fire? Huh? I'm just not going there with you. No, but why? I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. Look, Okay, whatever was in there, I just blew it out. Yeah, that's true. Well, what does the fire have to do? Maybe it was down. Maybe. Okay. He said it burns evil spirits. You know what? If that's the reason, I'm good with that. It burns the evil spirits that are hiding out inside your cigar. Okay, cool. (laughs) But if that's like, if there's some other reason, I'm like, that's bullshit. Evil spirits? That's what Larry said. You know, like off the bottle when we spank it. Well, that's a ritual. So this is is turned into a ritual. No, no, no. This is only on only rancid, rancid okay. cigars because that's the ones that the evil spirits. We were uh, sitting at the uh, the Drew Estates uh, thing uh, the the other night, and there's a guy that came from California. He was he got a, you know he bought a pack, so he gave us six free six in it if you bought a box. He bought the box, and he was smoking a Pappy in there, the Pappy Van Winkle, and he got down to the point. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Is the Pappy a Drew Estate? Yes. I was not aware of that. Yeah. All of a sudden, I actually like a Drew Estate cigar. Oh, because you like a Pappy. I like a Pappy. And I was getting ready to talk about the guy's name was Dale. He was smoking. It was so good. Was it Dale Evans? No, he's from uh, California. Oh, well, Dale Evans is a woman. <laughs> and she's anyway, dead. anyway, he, he, he went and got this long ass poker. <laughs> it was for something else, and he sp- and Larry's like, "Yeah, you know when you got a good cigar, can we <laughs> when you poke it?" He was sitting there, he smoked it all the way down to it was nothing left, man. He said, "This is a good," and he's a a, a Fuente guy because that's all he wanted to smoke. But on that pappy, he pooed. dude, he I, took it to the head. And you know, whenever that cigar first came out, I saw the label and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah. that's marketing. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. fall for that bullshit." But you know, and it had a, tried. It, it had a steep price tag on it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the Robusto's like 13, 14, and the Toro's like 17, 18. And so, of course, you know, that price tag kind of made me go, Mm -hmm. all right, let's see if it's worth it. Dude, within the first third, I was like, holy crap, this is good. And then when it transitions in that last, oh, bruh. And, and, And I don't like compare that to now I've tried pappy uh-huh. you know what i mean I that's not the same yeah but i don't know what pappy tastes like but what i can tell you is that's a good cigar that's a good cigar man and he enjoyed that sucking i enjoyed mine it, it was like if you bought 
uh, a box. You got six of them, and then that six words the pappy. What, what you, night was that? That was Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday night. And I was going to come up, but, you know, I was on my marathon, yeah. and so I wasn't able yeah. to. True, true. But I was very disappointed when I came by the next day, and they were like, oh, man, it was badass. It you was. should have seen what so-and-so won. Yeah. Because I wound up winning uh, what I wanted, which was the hard case uh, luggage. And then I won, I won the uh, the cooler door. Like a two-piece, three-piece? It was just one piece. It was just one piece. But I wanted it because doing a lot of traveling like I do for my job, I need something like that. And it was perfect. I won it. And then I won the cooler door you know behind what I it. use? You know, we don't, a trash bag. No, but I then, use a case <laughs> elegance. Oh, yeah, your man, man bag. bag. It's like a duffel bag. Yeah. Well, maybe he's he's maybe, promised hey, for a year hey, to bring hey, it in there and show it to maybe us. Maybe because somebody has sticky fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Larry? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know my lighters have disappeared. Oh man, that was jokes. That was jokes. He, he says I've always gotten them back, but do I remember? <laughs> Where is the lightsaber? Huh? Oh, that's a, that stays in the car now. Yeah. It's supposed to have been in here. Yeah, but now we got the table lighter. Which doesn't stay over here. It's a lot. right there. Yeah, it, today. Right. Oh, yeah. Today. Yeah, uh-huh. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, as my uh, Siri says. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yours, uh, you got a hood series. <laughs> you say, series, get up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. It actually says that. I know. My <laughs> wife freaked out whenever I said, hey, Siri. And Siri's like, uh-huh. And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, she's a bitch. <laughs> and I've told her. <laughs> That's why she's mm-hmm, your ass. And, not. Yeah, and the thing about it is, I've even said to her, Oh, yeah, I remember. Start you being said nice. That. And she's like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And I'm like, Bitch. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to grab another cigar. So why don't you talk about the leaf? Oh, man. The leaf is 100% the greatest place ever. When you talk about when we go places, we judge other humidors and other shops. By what we experience at the leap, eleven sixty six North Second, and when I say there isn't a stick that I have searched for that wasn't there, it's there. Jay gives Jay Corey uh, Scott give the greatest customer service that you've ever seen, and that is something that you want in a house where you say I go to smoke my cig- my cigars. This is the brick and mortar of brick and mortars. And there's nothing that we have seen or we asked for that the uh, leaf hasn't been able to provide for us. And in the end, it's exactly what we asked for. If you're within 50 miles, it used to be 30. <laughs> we moved it up to 50 miles now of the leaf. And you don't show up, you're doing yourself a disservice, man. This place is a great place to come and enjoy a stick and have that entire environment and experience. The leaf, 1166 North 2nd in Abilene, Texas. And now he's giving me... How you say this? Tiano? How you how do you pronounce this? You say, why am I asking the dude from Lubbock? How, Lubbock, how do you uh, pronounce this? What is it? A Tiano? Tiano. Tiano. Okay. I'll go with that. Because it's actually T-A-I-N-O, so he... Every uh, letter in there and say A I N U O O. No, not in you. <laughs> lost me there, bro. He lost me. It could be T I No. Just saying. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I, I think I got it right the first time. Yeah, I think you the, do. And we're going to stay with the first time. You changed it twice now. 
Daniel. Okay, we'll go. Anyway, I read an article on, uh, I think it was Half Wheel, and I was like, you know what? That actually sounds like a good stick I want to try. And I think it's a Habano. uh, It's medium, and the flavor profile, let's see, what's his name over at uh, Half Wheel? I don't know which one of the dudes wrote it, but anyway, said it was good, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to buy it. We're going to smoke them on the show, and if they're good, we're going to put the box in storage and let it age. Which I was telling Brian that, and you know, everybody that knows me knows that I don't normally Age save cigars. No. I let, I bring it home, stock up the humidor, and I smoke them as fast as I can. But we've actually started a separate humidor, so our uh, new air, the what do you call it, the coolador? Yes, sir. That's all my smoking cigars, and then the octador. Is special aging. Yeah, your special I, I want I want everything in there to just sit. Okay. It's worth it. And well, he was like, why? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, Brian. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, I've never done that before. Uh, That's part of the journey we know. is doing things that you don't normally do. Yeah. To see if it makes a difference. Because gotcha. if I let those age in there for six months to a year. And then we smoke them, and they're, like, way better. All of a sudden, bam, oh, I have a whole new process. <laughs> like, it won't last long. You know, you, you, know, you know who really ages their cigars? Who? Z-Man. I can believe it. Zeka, yeah, I can believe it. Zeka ages. Like, he, he's smoking cigars all the time. He's telling me, yeah, I got this in 2019 or whatever. I'm like, holy crap. Because you... 2019, Mitch. My draw was, is minute, perfect. Minute was 8-19 yesterday. <laughs> hey, 2019. How's your draw? That was perfect. How's yours? Have you lit it up yet? Not nope. Yet. Have you? Nope. All right. Well, the draw of mine is really good. Mine, too. That cold draw was perfect. So, the event at the Leaf. Yes, sir. I mean, dude. I hate that I missed it. Like, I'm not even a really big Drew Estate fan, but I love the atmosphere when Jay puts on an event. Oh, yeah. And then he, he actually said at the end that it was the largest drawing commerce-wise event that the Leaf has ever had. Wow. Not this year. Not ever. this quarter. Ever. Yeah. Had. I know what ever means. Yes. You do? Yeah. All right. It means not this year. Not this it year. It means ever. Ever. Got it. And not just in the Leaf 2.0, he said, it, it, no matter how long the Leaf has been. That's whatever means. I got there it. There we go. Wow. This month. <laughs> so, uh, you lit yours up already. How is it? Man, it's perfect so far. Mm. Wood, medium. Dude. I just did a retro hail Same. on Same. And yeah. the, the retro is ah. like cedar. Ah. It's like oak. This is a good stick. And where'd you find these at? I don't even remember. You it said you saw them mom on and pop. No, no, I saw them on uh, half wheel. half wheel, okay. and so I did a search for them. And there was like this. Have you ever been to a mom and pop type uh, cigar lounge or shops website? No, it's I like, haven't. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Ooh, these people do not put a lot of money into their <laughs> website. I mean, it's like there's a shitty picture of a box you know it's not a professional uh, done photo uh, not even my level <laughs> it's just like that's it and then they have the price and then you want to buy it okay. there's not any other there's no 
graphics. There's no design. And it's like, you know, on the flip side, you're like, you know what? It's a mom pop shop. Okay. Happy to support those dudes. And it's a T-A-I-N-O. And this is starting Down off. Here. Yeah, it's starting off as a good stick, man. It's starting off good. And, and it's a really good looking cigar. I mean, it's a really good looking cigar. Veiny. I love that 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 that, that, that wrapper on it, man. It's just like perfect for it. Oh, and it's it's it's. I mean, it's, I see a little bit of vein in it. Mm-hmm. The seams in the roll are very nice. You know, this is handmade. Yeah, and I mean, it's a simple band too. It reminds oh, yeah. me of the yeah. bands from like way back in the day, like the forties. You know what I mean? Of course, they didn't really do the uh, foil type. At all, but this isn't like the reflective. This is a damn good stick, man. I just retro held again, and I, I got that cedar more than anything. This is a good stick, huh? And you just happened on it online. I was on uh, Half Wheel, and it was. It, it, I don't even know if it was a new article. I think it was an old article, mm. and like I was just like, huh? You know what? I've never even seen that cigar. You know, I love trying new cigars. Yeah, we do. And so I ordered a box. And so I was like, if we like them, I'm going to put them up. Gotcha. Well, and these we, will be put up then. Yeah. I so, can far, see so far. So far. Yep, so, so far. Anyway, uh, if you want to order some cigars from uh, The Leaf or you want to come by, we would love for you to do both. In the show notes, we'll have the phone number. Shout and then also, out, if you want to come by, it's at 1166 North 2nd. Yes. Third time. Boom. <laughs> and Abilene, Texas. Yeah, Abilene, Texas. Dude, so Saturday when y'all weren't here, we had the calf fest going on. Oh yeah! And I went to the Leaf and I was talking to. Did you actually get a chance to park down there? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let me tell the story. So I text Casey and said, "No, no." She texts me and said, "Ah, oh, the the calf fest is going on. Uh-huh. Nowhere to park. I may just go home." And I said, what a quitter. <laughs> and so but, I actually but, drove by there and I saw that. I was like, nah, bro, I so ain't fighting this. So you know what I did? What was that? First of all, by her sending me that text, uh-huh. I knew not to try to park at the Leaf. Okay. So I parked on Hickory and North First. Damn. Like when you cross North First, yeah. like I whipped into that first spot. <laughs> so you had a nice little block and a half walk i did and you know what it wasn't bad okay. until i came out and it was 140 <laughs> i was like it's 140 <laughs> and my par- and my car is a block and a half away <laughs> and i hinted to alan uh-huh. to give me a ride because i walked out the back door with him and i was like oh you parked right here and he's like yeah i got lucky i was like yeah i'm way over there and no ride and he's like yeah and it's hot he got me this car and drove away and i'm like all right, bro. I could have just, you know, <laughs> rode in the back of the truck. Like, Anywhere near, I'd have got off. Right. So, anyway, no, it, was, it wasn't too bad. But I was like, holy crap. Damn. But that's the level of I want to go hang out at the Leaf. Mm. And so, it was me and Casey and Gary. And so, and then Alan showed up. Okay. Uh, Fritz showed up. And I was like, I don't know if anybody knows this, but oh, like Lord. last Saturday, not this, well, Two Saturdays ago, uh-huh. like Fritz walks up 
me and Casey are yakking. And like, he goes, well, I'm leaving. And we're like, <laughs> all right. And then he does this. Bye. <laughs> and for those of you at home, he waves his hand like Fozzie the Bear <laughs> telling people goodbye. And I'm like, as he's walking away, I turn to Casey. I'm like, is he a Muppet? Because he looks like a Muppet. I mean, am I lying? You know you. I mean, you put. And then Fozzie DeBerg is even perfect. All he needs is the hat. Exactly. I mean, he's wearing the shoes, the pants, and the shirt, and that belt. You're wrong. I know. Dude. One day. You're wrong, man. What? You're wrong, Let man. Let me ask you one question. What's that? Am I lying? You're wrong. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Because I'm going to be truthful. Oh Unlike God. Sam, the liar. Oh, God. Can Sam, we Sam, the liar. Can we give him a break? Man? No. You know what? He gave me some booze the other night. You took it. I was like, I'll drink a dead man's booze. Mm. I got no problem with that. But he's Damn. still dead to me. And you should have seen Julio. Julio, <laughs> he is like, Julio cannot, like, appreciate a grudge, a uh, roast. He, he he likes to have, like, kumbaya, what do you call it? Baby. Zen. Yeah, he wants kumbaya. Yeah, he <laughs> wants the kumbaya. And so he's the whole time he's like... Can't do it like that. Can't do it. You know, why? That guy over there and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, why do you care? Let me hate on this guy. Dude. I mean, if 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 you're that considerate of other people, then you should shut up and let me relish in my fun. Everybody in the in the shop wants you to let that shit go and move forward. But you're like, nope, mm-mm. I'm robbed as a reason why. <laughs> you know what? Like, I don't. I don't like being lied to. <laughs> I don't. That's the. That's my. Now, see, he could have done it on the date that he said, and UPS later sent it on the date that they said. But you don't give a damn. He's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I okay. Okay. There's two things here. Okay. One is. I think I should have left that. Alone. One is my theory. That he's lied. Yes, okay, know. that's that's a theory, but here's a fact, and the fact is, I asked you for the tracking number like eight <laughs> freaking times. Dude, I don't want excuses. Dude. I'm not asking for a picture of the store that you drove by this morning, <laughs> which is what I got. I asked the dude if he shipped the package, and I get a picture of a UPS store. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I could Google UPS store and send you a picture. I, I tried, Brad. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. I don't Brad. know who Brad is. I we know, know who, who Brad is. is. He's you know, dead to me. You gave him the name Brad. What you talking about? You don't know who Brad is. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on. Damn. We shouldn't talk about the dead. Damn. Right? So anyway, uh, let's talk about Case Elegance. Most definitely. Guys, you guys are in for a treat. Because later on this week, probably on the weekend, I'm going to do a review video of the Belmont, and it's the new humidor from Case Elegance, and it's covered in leather. Leather. 
Like, it's nice. Not pleather, as he talked about last week. Now, what, what were we talking about where that was? The pleather. It was a cigar. Oh, it, it was that Gurkha 50. Yeah. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, to, Kevin on, I guess, Saturday, he tried to make amends. Yeah. He was like, dude, let's go in a humidor. I'll buy you whatever you want. I got to make amends. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> I was like, dude, I mean, do you know how many cigars I give to people? Yeah. It's a lot. And I have no doubt, because I don't sit there and smoke it with them. Sometimes no. I'm like, hey, smoke this. And yeah. then I don't know when they smoke it. And I mean, I know with all the cigars I give away to people, every now and then they get a it's bad, a bad one. one. And that's just the way it goes. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm 100 It's a handmade product. And it was like a relief was off yeah, his shoulder. I mean, he felt bad. And I was like, no. What, did you let him buy you one? No. Oh, I was like, no. dude, you better not. No, That'd no. be a dog. No, he sat back and he felt bad about it. He's like, man, I got. I know Rob's not going to let me get over this. I was like, well, we know Rob. But he's like, no, I got to do something. I was like, you good, man. He's like, no, oh, no, no, I, no. I invited him to come be on the show sometime. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? That Because if I'm going to give you the business, that's the best seat in the house. <laughs> Which is true. Surprise. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Now everybody's going to get to listen in. No. It won't be he said, she said. Right. They'll hear themselves. But no, we're going to do a video. Uh, well, I say we. You're going to be laid up. I'm going to do a, uh open case video and do the whole review and show it off. And yeah. it'll, it'll just be that. It's not going to be a show. Yeah, gotcha. I'm just going to release a YouTube video of the humidor. And... You know what? Before, you know what? I still got the uh, boxes that we cut in half. So I'm also going to probably show some of that just so I can remind you at how Case Elegance actually uses cedar instead of plywood. <laughs> right. Oh, that was just paper. Dude, that was. That was painted like cedar. Brown, yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, this will fool them. He said, give, give them a drop of real cedar <laughs> and they'll smell it. Nah, bro. You could tell this was shoddy work, man. And it was the same price. Yes. That, and That's the crazy uh, part about it. Because if if the Case Elegance was 120 bucks uh -huh. and this one was 50 bucks, then it, you'd be like, oh. Well, I got what I paid for. Right. Yeah. But whenever However, they see what Case Elegance sells it for, they're like, we got one that looks just like it. And we'll sell the same price. Boom. And it's nowhere near. And then when you get it, you don't even know. Yep. That's, 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 that's the beauty of Case Elegance, man. I'm serious. That's the beauty of Case Elliot. Even down to the, the travel that, that Larry carries. You know, it, it takes care of his sticks for him. Right. No matter what and how what environment he's left him in, like leave him in the truck so the first one can get stolen. But anyway, no matter what environment he left him in, they were they were exactly like he was they were when he put them in there. Right. Perfect sticks. Right. So I mean, Case Elegance provides quality products. And it's just not humidors. And what most people don't understand is case elegance is just not selling boxes mm -mm. full of humidors mm -mm. they've done the research they put in research to find out what it needs to be mm -hmm. where these other people are going on alibaba express.com alibaba express that's a website i know but that was like why'd you pull that one out <laughs> because you can go on there and find humidors you can find anything and you can buy them for next to nothing and then you put them straight to a warehouse and sell them on amazon yeah. you're not in the humidor business nope. you're in the making money business and that's what people do 
And so hats off to a company that has a passion to make something that's the best. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so I know that was a long way to get there, but I mean, people do that. I mean, there's lots of bullshit companies that they don't know what they're selling. They don't care what they sell. They don't. And so if you want to order a humidor or lots of other cool man stuff, humidors, travel bags, you got the man tote. The man tote. And really, are you aware that it's the same size as like a full-size duffel bag? No, because we've never seen it. It just doesn't even exist to you. <laughs> We've never seen it. Well, on break time, I'll go get it. Like We've heard that before. <laughs> hey, before we go to break, let's. Uh, how you doing on that stick? Man, it's great. The construction, you see, this is the second. I've asked it before, and it's still got a stack of dimes on there. That earthiness, that wood. I mean, this is a good stick. Dude, and you found it on what? Just reading on half wheel. Half wheel. Oh, yeah. Man. Tyano. I'm getting a little hay. Tyano. I'm getting a little hay. I'm not tasting hay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like so. like dry hay. Gotcha. Not, not like fresh green hay. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a, hey, this is a difference. That's true. I learned that when I got to Texas, too. He's smoking it, too. This needs to be a uh, video. And it's still very smooth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No matter what. It's like you're getting... The, a lot of flavors, but it's very smooth, and it's definitely medium. It's not trying to climb up into the bold it's, at all. It's just at a all. nice smoke. All right, so I'm gonna get another pour, and uh, I guess we'll go to break, break. on this one. And break. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're gonna come back. We're gonna have Coxon, <laughs> and we're gonna find out his top five. Gas station cigars. Gas station. <laughs> we'll be right back after a short right. break. Never seen the movie Nine and a Half Weeks. You gotta like this movie and this song. Wow, it was like badass. Like that's like maybe the hottest movie when I was young. You never saw it. I never saw it. Kim Basinger. No, nope. I mean, wow. You said no to Kim Basinger? No, I, I just haven't seen that movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, if you haven't, you need to Google, uh, what is it? I guess Kim Basinger, strip tease, and then put nine. Well, I guess you got to put the half, weeks, and make sure I give it a go. Okay, there we go, right there. So, you should be able to hear that again. Let me hear Now I don't I don't need you getting all randy <laughs> while we're on the show. <laughs> I'm just saying you need to watch that. Like like I, I can YouTube that later. Yeah, <laughs> you're like this save is, that for your private time. This is not the time, Rob. <laughs> I don't know what goes on in the studio when no one's here. Yeah, you don't want to know. I don't. You don't. <laughs> I ain't kidding. <laughs> so no, you're not right. Uh, anyway, 
What are you smoking? Uh, I'm smoking the McAuliffe Riata and the six by four extra. Yeah. yeah, I need a lighter. Can you pass me that? I got messing around when you got drinks. And... Yeah, but now on the break, he said he was going to go get the tote, but he didn't. The what? The man bag. Oh yeah, <laughs> that never happens. It's a big shock, right? Yeah. That never happens. Anyway, guys, uh, we got we got like coxswain yep. here present and so what have you been up to man oh not much this week i've been uh working at the house a little bit and building a chicken fortress how's that going it's it's hot it's hot it's hot when's the last time you worked on it uh friday yeah dude it's too hot to be outside working no it sucked we were we worked on it for like six hours oh yeah yeah like i'm hot in here yeah yeah. And I mean, what is it right now? It's, it's 78. It's 78. Yeah, yeah, that's hot in here. Yeah. Hey, is that AC on right there? Make sure. I, I think it is, but let's make sure. We're, all right. It's just 108. Yeah. So when it's 108, it's hot. Well, you know, we're working out there building this chicken coop, welding welding angle iron. Oh, together. you're oh, welding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a legit. I said chicken fortress. Yeah. It's a chicken fortress. It will be impenetrable. I thought it was all wood. No, no. So no. Is it, it'll withstand tornadoes, coyotes. Now, raccoons. like, what are the walls made out of? Uh, well, it's it's kind of in thirds. A third of it is covered, so it's a like a ten lean to corrugated so, steel. Okay, so yeah, it's all steel. Yeah, there's yeah. no plywood. No. And then there's we built a chain link fence around it. That's like I don't know. It's probably thirty by. 15 it's a huge chicken coop for four chickens for four chickens for four chickens it's 16 feet yes by like 30 oh wow yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous i mean well and we do free range the chickens too that's why i don't understand why we have such a giant chicken coop. well that way they can free range inside uh, yes. the yeah. coop yeah because because the 16 by 30 for four chickens that's free range yes yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, under that lean tube and everything, there's no grass in there. It won't grow in there with the chickens and everything else that goes through there. So we do free range them in, in the field that we have the pasture by the house. So are we, like, getting eggs? Oh, yeah. Is that the whole oh, thing, yeah. Yeah, is yeah. eggs? And, dude, I love country eggs. Yeah, they're the best. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah. And so, you know, at these mass-produced egg farms, it's ridiculous. Right, right. I mean, it's just like a million birds in like a one square foot. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they pump them full of chemicals and everything else to make them lay more eggs than they should. Yeah. Uh, they they put in artificial lighting so that they don't go through their natural cycles. Cause, right. There's I mean, times when they don't lay eggs. Right, right. But they make them think it, they're behind. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they just got to keep popping them out. So. Yeah. Uh, last year, we were pretty fortunate. We got... We had four chickens last year. Unfortunately, they all got destroyed by some raccoons. But uh, they're so that's why we have a coop. That's why we we built the chicken fortress. Yeah, my uh, we've we've remodeled the chicken fortress. Okay. Well, my my wife, her aunt has free range chickens, and they have a coop too. Yeah. And like she lets them just be out all day, and then at night when they go in the coop, she shuts the door because she's had a ton of them killed by foxes and stuff like that. And so I always want to know, what does the fox say? 
<laughs> well, I think you can listen to that on YouTube later, too. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, so, but have you ever heard of Fox in the Wild? No. Dude, that song is not BSing. Yeah. It's like, it's silly, but that's what a fox sounds like. No, I've seen a few. I mean, I've, I've come across them. I had one actually come in on me while I was turkey hunting last year, uh, but he didn't make a noise. Ah. A peep. Well, he was trying to be quiet. Oh, yeah. He he's got right into my decoy. Yeah. And realized I was there. Yeah. He was so, like, oh, that's not for real. No. But, uh, yeah, when I was in Lubbock is when I heard him, hmm. and I was sitting on my parents' front patio at like two in the morning smoking a cigar. Yeah, and I could hear them, and I was like, "What in the hell was that?" <laughs> like, it doesn't sound like any other animal you've ever heard. Right, right. And then, like within the week, you would see them at like you know one o'clock in the morning crossing the road. Right, and it was like, "Holy crap!" In the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all over. Like when I was living off of Fourteenth uh, and uh, Sales, they were all over there, and they're crazy good at climbing. They can climb a fence almost as good as a cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. And, like, being in this area, the cool ones that I see is whenever I'm over in the yard. Yeah. In Sweetwater at night. Right. Bobcats. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like I I rarely go over there at night that I don't see them. (laughs) Like, when I drive through, I'm like, and some of them are decent size. Oh, I bet. And I'll tell you the other thing that's been nice to see is the quail population coming back coming back well we'll see about that with all the rain that we have not gotten this year yeah well it's gonna, right we're gonna have another bust year yeah oh dude it was like i was telling somebody earlier it was like we had a really good rain last week yeah before that it's been six months yeah since we've had a good a rain. Decent rain we may get like a sprinkle here and there but right. it's rough and i mean that's the last thing we need right now yeah, yeah. It's going to impact that herd quite quite tremendously. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be a rancher no. right now. No. I mean, you're looking at watering and feeding your cattle. Yes. Not letting them graze off the land. Yeah. That's rough. I will say that, uh, you know, that good rain that we had last week, uh, it activated our coastal field, and it is freaking booming. I mean, it grew four inches since Wednesday. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, have y'all turned cows out there yet? Not yet. No, okay. we got to do some fence work still. Uh, we've got to replace about three thousand feet of, or three thousand yards of fence. Gotcha. And then, uh, after that, we'll we'll let some cows loose. We're gonna do. Uh, you say three thousand yards? Yes, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> who's who's uh, driving post? Well, I'm not doing that. We're okay. hiring somebody. To do All that. right. <laughs> you know, I used to do that when I was a teenager. Yeah. And that, you know, what when you're a teenager, it's good for you. Yeah. That's when you're fifty something. It's not good for you. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like doing it. Which even out there, I mean, it's not bad. This, the spot that we have out there in, in Putnam area is uh is real sandy. Uh, so driving so you're not a lot of rocks. Yeah. Well, I can tell you when you're north of here, about an hour around the Woodson area. Yeah. You have a lot of rock. Yep. A lot of limestone. Yep. And driving posts are never easy. Right. Right. And uh, me and my brother used to do it all day, every day, five days a week, and. If you took me and my brother and put us side by side, above my head, it said slacker. <laughs> because any extra post he could drive, I'll hold it. <laughs> oh, dude. 107, 110. 
Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, we just finished a, a small section. We did about 200 feet of, of fence repair and whatnot and had to drive post out there. It really wasn't bad. Hmm. Matter of fact, there was one post that I literally hit one time and sunk and just, in eight that, inches. Dude, I never had that happen. Yeah. Ever. It was, it was like it hit a hole or something. So when we were driving post, like literally within two inches, you were always in rock. Right, right. And then you're sitting there on a T post for four minutes trying to get it in six inches. Well, I mean, sometimes we would literally have to bring a tractor over and use the bucket. Yeah. And it was like, that slows down the whole job. Right, right. But that's the way it was. We, we did a lot of fence over on the Nail Ranch uh, outside of Albany. Okay, yeah, I know where that is. You remember when the fires came through back in, like, shoot, man, it was probably, like, 85. No, and- I wasn't. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in 85, we had fires north of Abilene that just burned ranches. Right. And, you know, back then, all the fences were wooden posts. Yeah, yeah, all cedar And posts. so we came through and did all the metal posts for several ranches. Yeah. Whew. Uh, it's not a work that I want to do for a living. No, no, no. You, you got to be a young man to do that. Yeah. And, or that, I mean, dude, I see my dad drive post with a post driver when he was like 63. Yeah. I mean, cause that's just, you know, needs to be done. Right. When he was 65, he got in trouble by his doctor for running a jackhammer. <laughs> cause some of those stints. Yeah. <laughs> They're like <laughs> they're shaking out. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, hey, well, you have a special list for us today. Oh, I, I got suckered into you this. got you did get a little <laughs> suckered into this. We wanted to know what's the top five gas station cigars. Well, and like I, I think I've smoked a Swisher Sweet back in the teenage days when I smoked cigarettes. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And it was just because. Someone had smoked one, and I had caught a whiff of that sweet smell. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder what that would be like. (laughs) And then I lit it up, and I took a big drag, and I inhaled all of it, and I was sick. Yeah. So that was the end of my gas station cigars, because I thought, that's the worst tobacco ever. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to inhale. Well, yeah, that's, that's one way to learn. Well, and my uncle... He smoked Swisher Sweets, and he did inhale, like, right. just every puff. And so I was like, that's what I thought you did. Well, I'm actually, I worked at a 7-Eleven for a while. So, unfortunately, I did smoke some gas station cigars. Now, did you even smoke real cigars back then? No. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, occasionally, not really. Not, like, to the extent that I do now. I would have one real cigar maybe once every couple of years, four or five years even. Gotcha. Uh, and I was So nowhere. this was really... Not as a cigar smoker. No. This was, I'm going to try it out. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I, and I, you know, I'd quit smoking cigarettes, and I always went back to cigarettes through this path of smoking crappy gas station cigars. So I'd, I'd go get like a black and mild or something like that for New Year's, smoke that. Then two weeks later, I'm smoking another one. And then I'm smoking a pack of black and milds a day. Wow. And then I'm no. like, wow. I might as well quit this and just buy cigarettes. It's cheaper, and I get more of them. So, how many came in a pack of Black and Miles? Five. 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 And how much was a pack of five? Uh, like two or three bucks, something like that. Maybe three dollars. Like, how, how long did it take to smoke a Black and Miles? I could smoke a Black and Miles in, I don't know, 
20 minutes. Okay. Maybe. So it was long. Well, it was really close to being what a cigarette was. Close. I mean, because most cigarettes, if you're not in a hurry, yeah, is 10, 15 minutes. Right. So 20 minutes. Well, and I probably smoked a little faster than I should have, but. Right. You know, I wasn't smoking for enjoyment. So you smoked some of these cigars. Some of them. That are on your list. That are on my list. All right. Well, let's start with the worst one. The worst one would have to be a Swisher Sweet. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, See, I, I would have never thought that. Now, working there, everybody came in and bought blueberry Swisher Sweets. So I figured I'd try one. And it was horrendous. Like the tobacco was so bad. It was It was just disgusting. The blueberry well, I can't flavor. imagine a blueberry flavor on anything. No, it was not good. So, and you mentioned earlier that you didn't even think it had tobacco in it. <laughs> like cut up paper. Yeah. Dipped in flavor agent. And I mean, really, I don't know how they're made, but I've heard people say that like when they make those kind of cigars, they're just sweeping up scraps. I imagine. From like whatever crappy product that they're just below. Right, right. And so they sweep it all up. They put it on a conveyor belt and it sprays all that chemical whatever on it binding agent and then they put flavoring in it and then it goes through a machine and they start rolling them right because these are not hand rolled no no uh fourth on the list would probably be a black and mild and any flavor you can think of which they come in a a bunch of different ones now Uh, now i think that i've actually smelled someone smoking a black and mild and it actually smelled good no they do yeah, the first time I had one, I was like 17 in high school, smoking behind a, a portable building. Right. <laughs> and I thought it was great then, but, you know, of course now. And I don't want to admit this, but I, I had one recently. It, it Was that on a dare? Was that no. on a bet? No, when I was working in Midland, uh, it was a Sunday. It was some nostalgia going yeah, on. Yeah. It was a Sunday, and I didn't want to bust out a long cigar, even something that was going to take me like 30 minutes to smoke. Uh, so I ended up driving up to Dollar General, getting me a 69-cent freaking uh, black and mild. Wow. So and they sell them singles. Yeah, yeah. You can get them singles. For 69 cents. For 69 cents. And how awful was it? It was bad. It was bad. I smoked half of it. And, I mean, I, how do you smoke half of it? Uh, you just power through it. See. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it was Sunday. The uh, the Hemingways closed on Sundays. I really, it was it was hot and windy, 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 like 25, 30 mile an hour wind. And so when I was gonna it's have to smoke hot in the truck. and windy, yeah, you're like in a convection oven. No, yeah, it was gonna suck either way. So I was like, well, I can go to the store. I just ate dinner. I'm gonna run up to the gas or to Dollar General. It's like ten minutes away. I'll smoke it on the way back. Whatever I'm not finished with, who cares? I'll just throw it, throw it in the ashtray. I'm done with it. Now I will say this: and just I don't to get my nicotine buzz. I don't know who make. I know who makes them. It's Drew State. No, 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 not those. Okay. Another one that I was going to tell you about. And so, whenever I was in Lubbock in 2016, I always wanted my brother to hang out and smoke cigars with me, but he didn't. He didn't like cigars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would go. When I was at the gas station, they would have those Drew Estate, like, really small cigars that I th- they're called blunts. Okay. And I would just bring him one of those. Yeah. And he would smoke it and was like, oh, yeah, I like this. Right. And so I was like, 
I think people really don't smoke those. I think people use them to put like marijuana in them. Yeah. That's what they really are used for. Yeah, that's for. what most people use that stuff for. And so my brothers actually smoked them. <laughs> and I couldn't imagine. I'd never had one. So I was like, how is it? Oh, yeah. like, well, oh, I like it. And I'm like, I'm sure I would not like that. The the Swishers, the Phillies, the White Owls, all that stuff. I mean, most of that stuff was used for blunts. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So most people weren't smoking them. No, no. They're not smoking it for the pipe or for the tobacco or pipe tobacco. They might pick up a black and mild to smoke as an actual cigar. Yeah. Even though it's not a real cigar. Uh, but those other cigars, the White Owls, the Phillies, the, now, the Backwoods, all, all that stuff. all these machine-made? I don't know. I don't care. I, true, <laughs> true, true. I was just, you know, th- at that price point, it seems to me that they would have to They've be machine-made. Yeah, none of those can be handled. I mean, 69 cents, yeah. that's got to be a mass-produced, you know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, you would have to have like 44,000 minions rolling cigars yeah. if you're on that kind of production scale. Yeah. So. Number three would probably be the, the White Owls. The White Owls were number three. They suck, too. They, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's just no getting around it. They're not good cigars. So, are, are, I, won't, I won't, haven't won't, had a flavored won't. cigar that I liked. I don't care. So, it's flavored, it. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, oh. I, I think I tried a white grapes on somebody's recommendation. White grape? Yeah. And it's very grapey. It's they don't so 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 in all the cigars so far that you mentioned, they come in flavors. Are any of the flavors tobacco? <laughs> well, Swisher Sweet does make a plain tobacco uh, flavored or non flavored, I guess. Yeah, cigars, the red one. Okay, uh, and, that's and their original flavor. I see, guess. I think that's the one I had. Yeah, I never smoked one of those because I didn't know that. Any of them were flavored back well, then. Well, I, I figured that if I'm going to try a flavored cigar and a blueberry is that atrocious, there's no way that the plain can be any good. I, I can't. I, I'm When I say I smoked one, I took one puff. Yeah, yeah. Because I inhaled. Right. And I was like, I'm done with this. I, I just can't imagine that if the, the flavored ones are that bad. And at the time, you know. I wasn't even really smoking cigarettes as cigarettes then. Right. I was smoking clove cigarettes. Oh, God. That's what I started with. Oh, no. I was in ninth grade. I've had one clove ever. I loved clove cigarettes. And it got to the point to where, I mean, I I probably smoked those from ninth grade and tenth grade. And then I went to cigarettes. Yeah. But then when I got a little older, like 17, 18, and we figured out, you know, how to get into clubs. Yeah. You'd be walking through the club and somebody would be smoking a clove cigarette and you're like, whoa, where, where, where is that coming from? <laughs> and I would usually go ask that person, hey, man, can I get one of those from you? Right. And, you know, back in the 80s, everybody was, hey, yeah, I got something. You can have it. No, no, no cloves. I smoked one ever. That was enough. It was it was it was something unique. And, you know, you can't buy clove cigarettes anymore. No, you can only buy clove cigarillos because they made it against the law. To use clove in cigarettes. Huh. And so that. then they just were like, okay, well, we'll make little bitty cigarillos and make them there the same go. way. We won't use paper. We'll just use tobacco leaf. Yeah. I've never had one like that because, I mean, now that I don't inhale. Right. I'm like, I would not enjoy puffing on a clove. <laughs> but back in the day, a clove cigarette actually gave you like a little buzz. Right. And so, you know, when you're in ninth grade, that was kind of cool. Oh, by that time, I was probably smoking close to a pack a day. 
Yeah. Well, I smoked cloves. I only actually only smoked cloves probably for about six months before I made the jump to cigarettes. Yeah. And then, like, I jumped straight into Lucky Strikes, no filters. There you go. And then I think I went to Camel, no filters. Yep. And then, you know, through the progression, I ended up smoking Marble Reds. And then I went to Marble Lights. And then I went to Marlboro Light 100s, and then I immediately decided that I was not gay, and I went back to regular one <laughs> or the just the yeah. And so it was a uh, it was a short journey, yeah. But it was like, what do you like? And I settled on the Marlboro Lights. Well, mine was a little bit different. It it went from uh, whatever I could get my hands on, because you know I was, I was probably fourteen, maybe young. Well, when I first started smoking, I was eleven. No kidding. Yeah. yeah so I had my first cigarette at five. Yeah. My dad smoked. He was like, hey, try this. Right, right. Just so he thought that I would never smoke if oh, I yeah, hated yeah. it. No. And I hated it. And, of course, I'm no quitter. <laughs> <laughs> my parents did a similar thing. I think I was five or six when I had a, my first cigarette. My, my dad handed it to me thinking it would be funny. Yeah. And gave me a cigarette, and I smoked the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that was the thought process back in those days. Yeah. I'll show them that they don't like this. Yeah, and well, he, like, oh. he tried it with Copenhagen, too, and that one actually worked. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like Copenhagen, still. I, you know what? I, I don't like any tobacco that floats around in my mouth. No. And we were talking about that Saturday, and it was like, you know, for the guys that dip snuff, right. like Copenhagen, you put it in your lip. Yeah. Well, when I tried that, I mean, I feel like every breath I take, I have to spit. Yeah. Like, I'm not somebody that can hold spit in their mouth. Right, right. That's, I, I don't, mm. so. And it's not, you know, it's kind of designed to make you salivate, too, so. Yeah. And so, I remember the first time I tried Copenhagen, my two buddies in sixth grade were dipping. Yeah. And I was like, hey, let me do that. And it was like, you know two minutes before we do our annual mile run. <laughs> so I'm doing our annual mile run with Copenhagen in yeah. my lip, and I am so sick. Yeah, I bet you didn't make it all a whole mile. I, I don't remember. I just remember <laughs> I was sick. And so I was like, no, I don't ever want to dip. Yeah, that's some pretty nasty stuff. And my dad was a huge Copenhagen guy. Mine too. Still is. And he would smoke, but his go-to was Copenhagen. Right. And I never cared for it. And then my older brother, uh, I remember even when I was like 18, he was a uh, red man chewing tobacco. Chewing tobacco. Did you ever yep. try that? I tried it one time. I had a coworker that, that did it. And uh, yeah, I mean, he was he played baseball all through high school and stuff. And I tried it just to try it. That's not my senior. And same here. Yeah. Same here. And I remember, like, and the only reason I tried it was because it was – during the Christmas break, like first weekend of Christmas break, and we were actually on the river fishing up by Woodson. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's December. The water's cold. Yeah. We're fishing, and we bring a, uh orange juice jug, and we tied a rope on it, and we put it in the water because it was ice cold. Right. And then we took a bottle of uh, vodka, and we tied a rope on it and put it in the water. And then we're going down the river, and I'm smoking cigarettes. We're drinking screwdrivers. And about halfway down the river, 
we pull them up and the orange juice lid had come open and so it was half river water half <laughs> orange juice and it was like well we're not using that yeah so we're just drinking vodka now <laughs> i run out of cigarettes oh and i'm like hey let me have some of your chew yeah yeah gotta get the buzz i'm i gotta have my nicotine right and so i can tell you that chewing red man which was very sweet yeah but when you are shit-faced at 18 because you've already finished half a handle of vodka (laughs) it's not a good thing right right. i was sick yeah and i was drunk (laughs) we finally get back to where we parked the trailer no not trailer just the truck because we got a camper on the back of it. We could just slide it in the back. Right. And this is an aluminum boat, you know, a river boat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, I fall out of the boat. I'm in the river, fully dressed. I'm wearing my leather jacket. I'm not swimming. I'm floating drunk. <laughs> my brother dives in to save me, pulls me to the shore. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm good, I'm good. I make it up the bank, and I walk, and I get in the truck, and I put it in reverse and just floor it. And I back right up to the edge, and we load the boat. Anyway, my brother drives us back into town, which is like six, seven miles. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my brother's like, I can't take you home. (laughs) I was like, whatever, man. So we go to the high school, and there's a girls' basketball game. Right. So we just go sit in the stands. He's trying to sober me up. I throw up in the stands. <laughs> it's not going well. No. So then, uh, anyway, takes me home. It's Wednesday. I remember now. It's Wednesday. No, it's Sunday. It's Sunday night. And so, anyway, we get home. I go straight to the bathroom and lock the door. Yeah. I'm not feeling good. And uh, my stepmother... It's banging on the door and he's like, are you getting ready in there? We got to get to church. <laughs> My brother's like, Rob's not going he's to not, church. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yes, he is. He's <laughs> like, you don't want that. I lay down in the bathtub yeah. and just pass out. Yeah, I've been there. My stepmother goes to church without us. My brother takes me out to the little mother-in-law apartment. I go to bed. Right. I'm woken up at six in the morning with the water hose squirting in through the window. My mother is making me get up to go to work. There you go. She didn't knock on the door. No. She just turns on the water. Wow. It was effective. It was. It was very, it pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it got your, uh, got you awake. I went to work. I went to work. So, you know. Knocked out two birds with one stone. Mm Mm-hmm. So, what's your number one? No, well, well, number two now. So, my number two would actually be the uh, Macanudo Inspirado White. Oh, wow. Which is surprising to be a gas station stick. But I did find one at a pilot in Jowl, New Mexico. And how was it? It was decent. I mean, so you're getting into the Cigarello at that point? No, no. It was a full-on legit Toro. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was a little pricier than I would like to pay. Yeah, but how much were we talking? Like $13, $14. Oh, so you're getting into... It's I mean, a legit cigar. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a hand-rolled product. They sell them in singles at the gas stations. They're wow. like individual humidified packs. It's a decent Connecticut. Wow. Yeah. I just, I was rolling through Jowl. I had a job site out there on Delaware Basin Road. 
And I didn't bring enough cigars with me. So I was like, well, I'll just stop here, pick up an Inspirado. That'll get me to the job. Another hour drive or whatever. And uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't the, the... it's not like the quality that you get from a, a cigar shop. You don't get shop. a cigar at the leaf. Right, right. It's probably not humidified the way it should be. It's probably not in the temperature-controlled environment that it needs to be in. Right. But it wasn't terrible. It burned pretty well. It tasted all right. It tasted like a real cigar. That blows me away that a gas station would even have something that good. Yeah. So, all right. So, what's number one? All right. Number one, it's just a nostalgic thing for me, I think. But I'm going to have to go with a King Edwards. You know, King Edwards, and I've never smoked one. Yeah. But that is a lot of nostalgia for me. Yeah. Because back when I was like a young kid. Right. We had King Edwards cigar boxes all the time. All over. Because my grandfather smoked them. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen one since him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I it was always. I think they are. Yeah. But Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, we. Uh, and I think mine, that's like a three dollar cigar back in the day. I don't even know. I've never bought one. I've never bought one. We had a birthday party. Me and a, a couple of friends share a birthday or real close together, close proximity. And uh, my nineteenth birthday, we had a big party, and uh, one of my friends' uncles bought him a box of King Edwards. Oh wow! And the three of us smoked the entire box in one night. Wow! <laughs> wow! Were y'all drinking? Oh yes. Yeah, you'd have to be. Oh yeah, yeah. We we're drinking some nasty stuff too. Isn't it? I mean, dude, we should do like your top five nastiest drinks <laughs> that you drank before the age of eighteen. <sighs> I wish I could even remember because there what was, it was some nasty stuff. Might have been Milwaukee's best or uh, some other. Something similar. Dude, to that. we used to drink Milwaukee's Best by the case. Yeah. Because it was like $4 for oh, a case. I know. It was Keystone Ice. That's bad. Keystone Ice that's and the 24 ounce case. Real cans. bad. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, we were slamming those things. But my thing is, like, we used to drink peppermint schnapps. Oh, God. No. That is the most disgusting yep. alcohol on the planet to me. Well, the only thing worse than that is hot damn. Just the cinnamon schnapps. Well, I think the the peppermint's worse. Yeah. Because we did the hot damn, too. Yeah. But then also we would do peach schnapps. No. That was no good. I mean, you're just like, what is the least offensive alcohol that we can get drunk on? Right, right. Well, we had a, you know, we had this little phase we were going through where a buddy of mine got turned on the hot damn hunter proof. So every weekend, every Friday, we went out and bought a 30-pack of Budweiser, a bottle of Hot Damn 100 Proof, and a bottle of Jose Cuervo. Ooh. That was our Friday night. That was your Friday night? That was our Friday night. Whew. But, you know, there's four of us or whatever, maybe sometimes five, six, ten, whatever. Uh, but that's what we did every Friday night. We bought that. And we did that for, God, too long. Too yeah. long. Yeah, too long. Too long. And it, that's a one-weekend thing, and then you're done, and you move on to something better. No. Yeah. No. Y'all were gluttons. Yes, we were idiots. Yeah, and see, when I was young, the popular thing was that someone would buy a handle of Everclear yep. and make punch. Yeah, yeah, trash can punch. And that was bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, but we, we always added enough sugar and stuff right. like that to where it was drinkable. Yeah. But you were not drinking like an alcoholic drink. No, you were you drinking, were drinking alcohol. Up. Yeah. <laughs> And so, 
Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was kind of our purpose, too. And it, You know, I got so tired of drinking hot damn after about two weeks that I started trying to mix hot damn. Do you know it mixes well with hot damn? I can't think of a thing. Not a fucking thing. Right, right. Not, not a thing, period. <laughs> no. That, well, and that's what we thought with, like, the uh, peach schnapps. Yeah. Was we could mix it with something. Right. It goes from tasting like cough syrup to something worse than cough syrup. Right, right. And there's no making that good. No. Now, I remember us drinking some, some kind of rum, like some kind of paradise rum or something. Parrot Bay, maybe? Par- yeah, that was it. Yeah. Parrot Bay. And, and Dr. Pepper. Yep. And that was actually a good tasting that was a drink, drink. Yeah. for, you know... If you were just wanting to drink. Right, right. But, you know, I can't even imagine drinking that kind of alcohol anymore. No. Well, and I mean, I know you don't stuff, drink. Yeah. But, like, now, at the time stage I'm in in my life, it's what is the best bourbon I can find. Right, right. And sometimes that's the best bourbon I can find for 25 bucks. And sometimes it's the yep. best bourbon I can find for 60 bucks. Right. But I could not imagine going back no no you ever drink mad dog 2020 one time one time i mean we did that but uh we went through this little i mean you're hanging around a bunch of high school girls you're drinking boone's farm oh we we yeah we had boone's farm wine yep and i hated wine (laughs) but but the girls loved it but i remember also like when i was in high school dude our bootlegger in lubbock yeah you could go get uh one beer for a dollar right and it was almost always Budweiser. Yeah. And as a 16-year-old, Budweiser's pretty stout. That's what I liked. You know what I mean? Yep. As a 16-year-old, I was just like, I hate this, but I'm going to drink it anyway. No, that's what I drank. I, I hated Bud Light. Could not stand it. Well, see, couldn't like, I didn't like Coors Light until I was a little older. I When I moved to St. Louis, I was 21. Right. And if you live in St. Louis and ask for anything other than an Anheuser-Busch product, there's a chance they will kick you out of the bar. That's how serious they are. Right. I don't know if it's still that way, but in like 91, that's how it was. Yeah. And the first time me and Tim went to a bar, we were like, hey, I'll have a Miller Light and I'll have a Coors Light. And they're like, what? No. And we say it again. And they're like, you can either order this or you can get the fuck out. <laughs> and we we're like, oh, wow. What's what the hatred? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was a unionized town. Right. And Anheuser-Busch ruled. Exactly. And exactly. so when I came back from St. Louis at 22, I drank Anheuser Bu- or uh, Budweiser. Yeah. That's what I like, just the plain Budweiser. And I probably drank that for a good year. And then I switched over to like Bud Light, yep. uh, switched over to whatever light beers were because, you know, I didn't want to get full. Well, the only light beer I ever enjoyed at all was, was Coors Light. That was it. Bud Light was just disgusting. And still to this day, I mean, even if, if I still drank, I wouldn't drink Bud Light. Matter of fact, I mean, I drink non-alcoholic beers now and then. Yeah. The the standard Old Duels, the Old Duels and the green label, it is more or less Bud Light. And oh, really? Yeah, it's disgusting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So do they make any good non-alcoholic beers? There's several different companies that make. Good, or are there any alcohol. good ones? Yeah. Like like that you go, that's a good beer. That's yeah. Well, there's a few IPNAs that I drink that are pretty good. Uh I like Sam Adams. 
Sam Adams has a, a beer called Just the Haze. It's a fruit forward IPNA. It's really good. Uh, there's How another, do they take the alcohol out? I have no idea. I'm not a scientist. That's a mystery. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? I'm That's, sure it's done through like reverse osmosis and stuff like that with the good companies. Gotcha. Uh, the other companies mostly, like I'm sure O'Doul's and Miller and, and Coors and everything, they probably just boil their alcohol out. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. But the uh, the other companies, the, the smaller companies that make non-alcoholic beers, they usually do it through reverse osmosis. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a company I wonder, called Run I mean, Wild that makes some really good non-alcoholic beers. Now, is there any non-alcoholic other type beverages? Like minerals? Well, I mean, like, like bourbon. Yes. Is there any bourbon that doesn't have any alcohol in there it? There is. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that scene exploded about uh, two years ago, and they all suck. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, they all suck. We're not messing with that. <laughs> Larry says, we're not drinking those on the show. It's, it's not good. I've tried it. Uh, I was a bourbon drinker, a whiskey drinker when I drank, and so I wanted to have that. That nostalgic back and a good pairing, exactly something to pair with cigars. So <laughs> I actually won a bottle of uh, non-alcoholic bourbon on uh, some YouTube live or Facebook live thing, and uh, I tried it and it tastes like watered down flat Pepsi. Oh, yeah. With the it had a burn, but it's the really? wrong kind of burn. Ah, uh, they put like capsaicin in it. Oh, so it burns your tongue. So you get a little heat, like a jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. But you're not getting that warmth. that throat warmth that yeah, you get. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, uh, and there's there's four or five. Ah, there's probably more than that now. There's probably ten companies out there that are making non-alcoholic bourbons, gins. I don't know why, but there is one company out there making a non-alcoholic vodka, which just drink is water. water. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Leave this out on the dash right, right. board, and when it gets warm, we'll just drink it there and pretend we're, and drinking we're drinking vodka. Non-alcoholic vodka. There you yeah, go. I, I was never a big fan of vodka. Are you? No. Were you? No. Well, I got I got trashed real hard on vodka one time, almost ended up in the hospital. So uh, that was it. I, after, after that, I think I was 18 or 19. The only uh, time that I ever nearly ended up in the hospital was when I went full-blown dumbass on Everclear. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was alcohol poisoned. Yeah. But I wasn't telling my parents that I need to go to the hospital, <laughs> so I just suffered, and I just laid on the couch. Yeah. Hurting. No, like, I, in pain. Mine was in the bathroom of my parents' house. Mm. And uh, after that, I switched to uh, brown liquors only. Oh. Quit, quit drinking any clear liquor. No clear rum, no clear anything. You ever like gin? No. I tried gin a couple times. It wasn't my thing. It tastes like hairspray. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I could probably drink hairspray. And supposedly they make some gins with some different, you know, juniper gin or fruit for gin. They do uh, cucumber yeah. gin. Yeah. It's still gin. Right. And some of these non-alcoholic companies that, that are producing these non-alcoholic spirits actually do a couple of variations of gin. So they'll do a, gen, a juniper forward gin and then more of a fruity forward gin. You know who Matt Booth is? Yeah. You know, I don't know if you know, but like they just did a room 101 gin. Really? Yeah. And the word on the street is, it's like it has very, very distinct ta- uh, flavor profiles of like ass. <laughs> Is that another dig at Matt Booth? Oh, I, I, no, I'm just I'm just saying. Just saying. You know what? 
Matt Booth sucks. Anyway, uh, no, you know what? Matt Booth is his individual. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he a is, little eccentric. He's eccentric. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. There you go. My mama told me if I couldn't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. There you go. And I very rarely stick to that. But you know what? I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks. Oh, number one was King Edward. Number one was King Edward. Uh, you know what? Strictly on a nostalgia. It's probably a terrible cigar. I, if I found one but now and smoked it, it'd probably be horrid. When I was a kid in the 70s, I loved the boxes. Yeah. It was like, I don't want some fancy whatever. The the Edwards box was right, just right. cool. Yeah. Well, now there's only one cool box out there. That's Which is Tabanero. who? Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Tabanero, boxes. dude. I mean, and what I love about Tabanero is you're not always going to get the same box no they might put something because what's going on no, like yeah. they have the ability to change it at the drop of a hat right and so every box is unique well it's like you know when that when that guy came down from uh from delaware what was his name the one that you did the clown interview with oh bobo the smoking yeah, clown bobo the we smoking talked clown. about that last night on a hearth yeah so when he was here uh jay was finishing out uh, a box of the uh what's the fat one called the big daddy cigar Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The six inches. Right, right. So the, he had a big daddy box, and it was really nice, man. It had this cool pinup girl burned into it. And I was like, man, I want that box. Well, Bobo the Clown, I decided to give it up. You gave it to Bobo? I gave it to Bobo thinking, I'll get another one of these sometime. He's only going to be here this one time. And you haven't gotten one yet. No, no. If I could go back in time, you I'd would pistol not whip have him. done that. I'd pistol whip him first and, and take, take the box. it back. Yeah. Yes. Like, I should invite him down just so we could do that. Yeah, just have him bring the box. And then we'll pistol yeah. whip him. Yeah, I'll mug him, take the box. Boom. Bam. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Tabanero, you know, they're one of our sponsors. Yep. And, I mean, you're one of the prime examples of guys that got turned on to Tabanero. Yeah. And would you say that Tabanero is in your top five cigars pretty much Every week? It's in my top three. Top three. Uh, it's easy. I it's mean, easy. because they make a solid cigar. Uh, absolutely solid cigar. I've had two cigars from Tabanero that did not uh, meet the perfect construction quality. Right. But. It was still smokable. They were still smokable. Yeah. And I've, the flavors were so good that you just can't, you can't put it down. Right, and and I'll tell you this: Tabanero raises the bar so high, and you get used to that. Yep. So anything other than that, when you smoke one, it's like, oh, what happened? Yeah, that's a shock. And it's like, oh, now they're just as good as the other cigars I smoke. <laughs> Not that upper echelon that you know you're used to. Right, right. And so it's like whenever they have a mediocre rolled cigar. It's still as good as the stuff you're normally gonna buy, right? And so at eleven dollars for my robusto, sungrown, yeah, I probably buy that cigar at the Leaf more than any other cigar, right? Jay and I were just talking about that a couple hours ago. I, I buy a lot of the Toros. I buy, buy, buy robustos occasionally when I when I need a shorter stick, but I enjoy See, I'm the, I'm enough the opposite where, because I buy the robusto, but on occasion. I go, Toro. Yeah, I go Toro nope. because I'm like, you know what? 
I've got two hours. That's why I do the Toros. And I'm going to be smoking this cigar for yep. damn near two hours. Yeah. I buy Toros because when I have a Tabanero, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Right. I'm not buying that as a quick stick. Right. Even when I smoke the Robusto, it's like that's my hour stick. Yeah. And usually with all the yakking and talking I do with other people at the Leaf, I will smoke the Toro for like an hour and a half. Right. You know what I mean? And that's a, dude, that's a good stick. That's a good stick. And I mean, I was telling Jay earlier. The Connecticut's. Yep. I mean, it's a top Connecticut for me. Top four. Now, Connecticut, I actually go Robusto over Toro. Really? And why is that? I I just prefer the Robusto over the Toro as in the Connecticut. Now, have you smoked the six by sixty? Oh yeah, bunch of times. The Big Daddy Connecticut. I've never smoked it. Yeah, I've you know I'm always skittish on sixty inch or sixty inch sixty ring gauge. <laughs> We're not Tyler here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. So anyway, no, uh, I actually use the uh, the six by sixty torpedo Big Daddy Connecticut. That's a special occasion cigar for me. I mean, it comes in at like fifteen, sixteen bucks. That cigar is really good. Which one? The Torpedo. The 6x60 Torpedo. Of the Connecticut. Yes. That's like your special cigar. It is my special. It's like a, a special how, occasion cigar. I've never smoked it. It's a Torpedo in the 6x60. Yeah. How long do you smoke that cigar? It's a easy hour and 45 minute to two hour smoke. Easy. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. it's. I really enjoy it. It's It's a little more peppery. I have, it's got some of that filler, more filler in there. I have commitment issues. No. And a 6x60 is a commitment. It is. Because that's not going to be an hour. No. So, But I'm going to try one. No, they're they're damn good. And, and it makes my top five cigars of, of all time. Really? Yes. Not just top five Connecticut. Not just top five Connecticut. Wow. I mean, that is my number one Connecticut, hands down. Guys, look down in the show notes, and you can click on the link, Tabanero, and you can go over there and order some, or you can look down in the show notes and call Jay, and he'll pack them up and ship them to you ASAP. There you go. It's a win-win. And so if you haven't tried Tabanero, you need to try. You need to try Tabanero. And if you have tried Tabanero, I would love for you to email me and tell me your experience. Yeah. Because they're lights out for me. Me too. And I mean, it's like it's it's they have raised the bar on what it takes to be in my top five. Now, if Tabernero makes a gas station stick, I'm buying it every time. <laughs> I'll let him know that. <laughs> you know what you should do? I don't think he would go for yeah, that. I don't think so either. But anyway. <laughs> All right, man. 7-Elevens across the world. Hey, you sell them to one and they just go everywhere. They go everywhere. Yeah. There you go. When's the last time you've been in a 7-Eleven? last week i haven't been inside of a 7-eleven probably for two years oh i had to go in the other day because the gas station in uh clyde the the pump the pay at the pump didn't work uh so i actually had to go in and pay for my gas when the pay at the pump doesn't work i leave well i only had three miles left in my tank so i couldn't go to the next gas station let me tell you something (laughs) i don't know how you are Do, do you usually run it down that low no usually i don't i always do yeah I always do. My entire family gets pissed because <laughs> they get in the car and they look over and it says zero miles to empty. Right. And I'm like, oh, I still got 14. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, in fact, I've stretched it to 21. <laughs> I've gone 21 miles when it says you're zero. zero. Yeah. 
I'm like, I got to know my buffer. Right. So, but hey, man, thanks for giving us the top five. No problem. No problem. Uh, gas station cigars. Yeah, thanks for sucking me into that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Absolutely. Anyway, guys, we'll be right back with Bryant, and he has some special news. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You know, that's Tech Nine. Okay. So anyway, guys, hey, welcome back from the break. Uh, Bryant has been working on the special news that we talked about earlier. And so anyway, uh, he has not like come up with the information yet we know what the topic is yeah because he put me out there like that well that's how because you're always quick on your feet <laughs> you know what i mean you're like it's about you're you know what you're like twinkle toes <laughs> i mean you're light on your feet yeah that was true like aristotle not anymore or ricky uh what was that dude's name uh ricky what was lucille balls ricardo Ricardo, you're like Ricky Ricardo. Go on with that shit, man. If you had a trumpet, <laughs> he didn't play the trumpet. Yeah, no, but for you, <laughs> that would make you look light on your feet. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm ready to say. <laughs> All right, man. So anyway, what's the subject? It's matter? about the Arturo Fuente Father and Sons Cutter Edition, which it's, just came. It's out. a sampler. Yes, it of has four sticks. It has two uh, Arturo actually, Fuente. It has uh, Don Carlos the Men, Opus X Double Robusto. Then it has the limited edition, uh, edition Opus X Cutter with a box that has uh, the autographs of Mr. Arturo and his son. Gotcha. And we actually saw one of the boxes today at the Leaf. So we have them at the Leaf. Yes, two. We have two. Two. Okay. <laughs> Not many. Two. <laughs> what was that price on them again? Hi. Thanks for calling. Sorry, I missed you. Sorry about I'll be that. I'll sure to get back to you as soon as possible. Just leave me your well, name. Well, you know, we number. know the queen of Arturo Fuente, and it's Melanie Cisco yes, Kid. Yes. Like, if anybody can tell you about Arturo Fuente, she's the person. So I figure since you dropped the ball and you didn't have the information... Anyway, but that price on it is two seventy five, and the joke—it's not a joke, but it's something funny. They looked up the cutter and the box with the signatures on it. And it was a guy on 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 eBay <laughs> auctioning them off, and he was asking what three forty off top, three forty nine off top, and he'll probably get way more than. Oh that. yeah, oh yeah, because that cutter—we, I mean, the cutter is heavy and it's made out of tungsten, so this thing is sharp, man, and. And actually, you know, you've seen cutters like that on that style, which is the teardrop that that is right. the straight. It, it's made by Zycar. By Zycar, but you, you get them and they, they feel like you know they're light. You're like, oh man, what am I going to do with this, dude? You pick that thing up, you're like, damn, this is heavy, like, man. Like, like Fritz has a uh, Zycar cutter. <laughs> How did Fritz get in? And this, man? it feels like a butterfly in <laughs> yeah. your hand. You know what I mean? Like it's a butterfly so in your hand. light. And this is it's the teardrop where you flick the button, you know, it pops out on both sides right. and, and get you straight cut. And it cuts on both sides. On both sides. And it's a nice guillotine cut. A gu- guillotine cut. And this one is heavy. It's made out of tungsten. And more than anything, it's the box with the signatures on there. That with that together, you get Duke and Ass already off the bat where they just come out. Got a uh three 
Three forty nine, which is almost you know eighty would, something you know dollars more. You know what I would like to know? More. What's that? Like, so Jay has two boxes. Two boxes. I want to compare the signatures on both boxes. Oh my god! Are they stamped on, <laughs> or are they actually writing them? That's in there? true too. You know what I mean? That's I want to know too. that. So if they look identical, Hold on. be talking oh, to you. What? It comes with a, a certificate. certificate. Oh, he's still. Still messed it up. <laughs> Larry looking at him like, come on, man. Certificate. <laughs> certificate. That's what I said. No, you didn't say that. <laughs> That's what I said. That's anyway. what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the signatures are not just printed. No, not printed. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I would be pissed. If you just got it stamped. I mean, signature. I could stamp them on a million of them, but they <laughs> took the time to hand oh, yeah. sign. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like I normally wouldn't spend that much money on cigars no. because in technically you're getting more than just four cigars. Oh, true. I mean, you're getting a very nice cutter. Quality That's cutter. probably, I mean, being that it's this edition, I would put the cutter at probably 150 Okay. You know what I mean? And then you take the box and it's, it's autographed by... The legends and of cigars. Talk about it. I would say just that box with the signature be another hundred bucks, mm-hmm. at least, end. at and least. Because when he showed it to me, no, 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 that was the other one, yeah. the Lost City, City. Yeah. edition, and that was like sixteen hundred, and that was impressive. Yeah, it like, was. Like the presentation alone is like ain't sixteen hundred dollars. No, 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 you're like. Do I have sixteen hundred dollars? I didn't. Uh, yeah, that. But if I did, you say you jump on that? Th- no, I wouldn't jump on it. But I would like mull it over. Mull it over, okay. And it would be like one of those things where I would have to say to myself, "Can you not smoke these?" Yeah, because they they would be an investment. But it with would be you, an investment. Not but you. I mean, no, I'm no, afraid bro. I would bring the whole box down to the lounge and be like, "Hey, we're smoking tonight." Uh, you would, you would. And so it's like, ooh, I I couldn't afford to do that. Nah, you know what nah, I mean? Now I can't do for it. a guy that could put them away and save and, them and put them in a humidified environment uh-huh. and make them just the way they were now but aged two years from now two years yeah Ooh. i was thinking 10 but two years two years i mean mm. you're still looking at like doubling your yeah. money tripling I, I your money say about tripling your money. but i don't know that i could do that oh you know i doubt if i could do on that. sticks right now i now i have Started aging sticks. Oh, yes, you have. You know, yes, yeah. Zeka has inspired me. <laughs> Zeka's going to be in town tomorrow. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So, well, I think he is. I'll let him. Well, you know what? Can you smoke cigars tomorrow? Nope. What time is your surgery on Tuesday? I got to be at the hospital at 5 o'clock in the morning. Ooh. I'm the first so one. So, you got to be tobacco-free for 24 hours. Yeah, no, yeah, tobacco-free for 24 hours and nothing to eat or drink after 11. And is that, like, also apply to, like... No anal for you? Never had it, so oh. I don't, so I don't you, understand. That doesn't affect you. Yeah, not at but, all. But they didn't tell you? No, they didn't. They did not give that information. So technically, you could still if I did it, right? But I don't. So, but but in case you change your mind, anyway, continue Sorry. on. Sorry. <laughs> All right, put on the country. <laughs> it's still not going to happen. I'm gonna walk out in that 108 degree heat and leave. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, it would be an investment that would pay off. Oh yes. And so you know, 
I just don't have $1,600 laying around. And I would probably smoke them. I was just say you don't have the, you, you wouldn't have the, the, the gumps just to hold on to them. No. No. Because you like one day you like man You'd I want to like, stick. I want to try that. Yeah, and I gotta try one, and then you smoke one, and it like lays. You can't you can't stop with one, and come back here and be three sticks left. And like what happened? Uh, I was robbed. Me. I was robbed. <laughs> no, you were robbed. I was robbed like Julio. <laughs> you were robbed. That's all they would hey, say. So so everybody knows yeah. Julio just had his car broke into truck. and they stole truck. his truck yeah. and they stole his cigar carry case. Yeah. Cutter, lighter, lighter cigars. Yeah. And the case. Yes. What a dick move. In Austin. Yeah. In broad daylight on a busy street. It's just not nothing is safe anymore, man. Nothing is safe. So He's kind of down about it. I mean, but you know, and the thing about it is, I mean, at least criminals had the decency to do it at night while you're sleeping. You know what I mean? When, you, <laughs> when they you do thought, it, when, when they do it in broad daylight, it, yeah. it's just like no respect at all. No respect. You're not only you robbing me, you're disrespecting Expecting me in the middle of the day. Right. Uh, at night, at least you wake up and be like, well, I was asleep. Yeah. And it was night. Right. So they at least took the, the preparation to make sure that they're not seen. But broad daylight, man. Now the competition's getting higher. They yes. just got to start working 24-7. <laughs> you know what I mean? 24-7, robbing you. Criminals. Dude. <laughs> Every day, all day. We got a lot of criminals. Oh, we got more than you think. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm 53. I have a good idea that it's not as minimal randomness oh, as yeah. it used to oh, be. Yeah. You know, it used oh, to, yeah. it was like, oh, that was unique. Yeah. No. Not today. No. Not today. It's unique if you don't get hit. Mm-hmm. It's a different world, and we we just got to ma- navigate it. That's what's coming, what it's coming down to. Larry even got hit. Did I tell you that? Where, was, did, where did you get hit at, Larry? He got hit in his driveway. In his driveway. In his Arr. driveway, somebody broke in his truck Arr. and stole a bunch of worthless shit and, and took, then they also mm, got his humidor yeah. which was worth a ton yes because it had sticks cutters lighters yeah. you know mm-hmm. and you know what's funny when i look at that you know the guys that stole it didn't know what they had they didn't know what it was uh-uh. they just took it and they probably ended up smoking the cigars and didn't enjoy them because well, they didn't know what to do with because what would you do with them if you don't know what, what what you have, right? I mean, I got a cutter. What am I going to do with that? And I don't know. And they probably didn't know what that did. Which which cutter was it in there? Uh, the Calibri. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, a good lighter. I mean, a good man, cutter. Cutter. That's right. They didn't know what they had. No, man. no. And I mean. I, I, I was saying, you know what? They probably ended up throwing it in the trash. And that's even worse. Right. <laughs> At least waste it. You know what I'm saying? Try to smoke them and throw them away. But just straight, oh, I don't know what to do with this and throw it in. Get out of here. They need to be whooped for that. They were like, what old man did we steal from? <laughs> that's probably what they thought. Cigars. He's not. These aren't even swishers. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey, what'd you think about that list That's old Coxie came up with? That's a list, man. Like, but it's true, though. And, you know, it actually makes me want to try the Macanudo. For $13, though, <laughs> it's like I, I would like to see what a gas station cigar is like because I didn't smoke those yeah. when I was young. And then on the flip side, I'm like, 
But all the other ones are completely trash. <laughs> so why would and I go this there? one's thirteen dollars, yeah, and I, I can smoke there? something really good <laughs> for thirteen dollars. It's just a gas station price. Yeah, the gas station price, just like shut up. Like gas. I wonder if they sell that particular cigar at any shops. You know what I mean? Or I is it a gas station specific? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mac and noodles at the leaf. And is it the same price? Uh, I think it's cheaper. Yep, it actually is cheaper. So That's the, I say it's the gas has station that price. cigar for cheaper, and it's cheaper. Uh huh. Of course it is. It's the gas station price. And you know, there's an inconvenience that you're going to pay for Seven Eleven carrying shit that nobody wants. True. You know what I mean? I'm going to I'm going to be sitting on these for a long time. Yeah, I'm going to up it so because no connoisseur is going to come in Seven Eleven looking for a cigar. Right. You, uh, I mean. How many connoisseurs do you think even actually go in the convenience store? They don't. They do stay you? outside. No, I don't go inside the I convenience pay, store. I never go in the convenience get my store. Gas, I get my gas at the tank, at the uh, pump. Right. Move on. I'd never like, oh, I wonder what they have in there. No, nah, that's not a thought. Now, I will tell you this. Back in the day, Allsup's Burritos. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that when Man, I got here. You'd be drinking all night. You're like, I need a burrito. I, I need actually, two burritos and taco sauce. The first job I got here in Abilene was at an all subs. And I tried the burrito. I was like, ain't shit different about this damn thing. I actually like the chimneys better than I did the burritos. Some people, you either one like or the other. one or the other. Yeah, I go the with other. the just plain burrito. Yeah, it's a waste. But it, what makes it, though, is that taco sauce. Yeah, well, the ta- I, I give you that. I mean, I'll give you that. Yes. I, I've gone in and that been like, hey, I need a different. couple of the regular burritos. And I get up there. I'm like, and they always ask you, yeah. you want taco sauce? Like and she yeah. says, uh, I'm sorry, we're out of taco sauce. Keep and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want the burritos then. Keep the burritos. <laughs> See ya. Exactly. Because yeah. if you don't have, I don't even really need the burritos, but I feel weird just asking for, for tacos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, mm. it's like going to Popeye's. No chicken. <laughs> Well, why am I here? Right. I told you about tomorrow's at Bird King, and they told me, "All right, pull around. It's going to be eight ninety seven. And uh, and by the way, on that burger, we had to hold the meat. And I was like, "Back up! Wait a minute, hold up! What'd you say? Hold up!" And she said, "Yeah, we're out of meat patties, so we're holding the meat." So, oh, no, nah, I'm not even going. You know what my thought process was, and I've had other people tell me that they were like, "Why wouldn't they put a big yes, strip of tape a sign or something that says we're out of meat, and then you know this is what you can order?" And I said, "No, they should have had a big sign that said closed. <laughs> we're out of meat. We're out of meat. <laughs> no burgers. Without meat, there's you no reason not to be, be open. Here. That's true. Right? <laughs> it's, it's called Burger King. I was like, you're not Chicken King." You're Burger King, and if you don't have burger, I mean, dude, why would you say pull around? Yeah, even even ring it up without telling me you ain't got beef. Was <laughs> that old lady on the Wendy's? Where's the beef? I was like, do you have a lot of customers asking for vegetarian wop- a Whopper with hold a, the meat? A vegan Whopper with no meat? Yeah, I don't want any ketchup and no meat. No meat, just lettuce and bread. <laughs> Come on, bro. Dude. Come on, man. And that was in, I don't know if you've ever been over there, but it's uh, Bay City. No, never been there. That's out by Houston. No, never been there. Off I-10. Never been there. It's, it's And I was just like. <laughs> A waste. <laughs> what? No meat. Why? Why? 
I made smash burgers today. Yeah, you. I heard. You did? Oh, because I smoked up the mm-hmm. house. Yeah. yeah, you saw it. Was- I didn't do it on the uh, Blackstone, Blackstone uh, because I'm out of gas. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I don't want to get out in this heat and go buy more gas. You didn't even have to get out in the heat to buy gas. You can just put them on the Blackstone in the heat and let them cook. It's 107 degrees, bruh. Eight. Yeah, 108. 108. That's that's ridiculous, man. And did you know the next 10 days are all over 100? Yeah, I'll be in the hospital, though. (laughs) It'll be cold in there. (laughs) Yeah, and your ass will be hanging out of a gown. Mm Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody going to be there but my wife and the nurses. You want to have a little fun? No. No. Wear it backwards. No. no. That'll get you caught up. And then get you a red sock. <laughs> That'll get you caught up. <laughs> I'll be in the infirmary at be, Taylor you, County. You, when you get there, you show up in your own gown. No. You have it open in the no, front. No. You got a red sock no. swinging. And no. you're like, hey, hey, hey. No, it's man. fat my dick. <laughs> Dude, you're going to jail. <laughs> Taylor County has a spot for you. <laughs> Me too. You know you can't do that, man. You know if you, you got can't the do sock it. on it, I think you're No, okay. you still can't do I, that. I disagree. Uh, well, try it and find out and let us know. Well, I mean, if you don't have an appointment, I think you would get in trouble. Try to find out and let us know. <laughs> if you're scheduled, I think you're <laughs> no, okay. No, bro. If I go down I'm there not going to find out. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm I go walking, and first of all, I'm not going to use a sock. First of all, if you walked in fully you ever, dressed, you steal a problem. You ever seen those uh, thimbles? I'm going to put it just on the tip, <laughs> squeeze it in there, you know, jam it. Lord, this show is gone. <laughs> I don't know where this went. For wrong. real. For real. I don't know where this went wrong. You, you go with visuals again. <laughs> You're saying I'd have that oh, thimble painted man. red no, like Rudolph's bruh. nose? Bruh, stop. <laughs> stop. Can't you guide my slate No. <laughs> Leave it alone, man. Anyway. Leave it alone. All right. That's fair. Uh, Jesus, anyway, and then he gonna go to a sponsor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <You see that? laughs> like, he wants to talk about us behind that. <laughs> Let's talk about McCallum. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Dad calling. You know what? <laughs> if you're gonna wait that late, <laughs> yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we do have one more topic coming up after the McCallum part, so you oh know it's not the end. Oh my god! And anyway, uh. Sorry, Dan. I'm sorry. Let me tell you something. I talked to Dan a few nights ago. And you know what I love about that dude? He's a genius. Dude is a, I mean, I can't think of anybody that should be running McAuliffe. Like, that would be doing what they've done. They've done, yeah. Because it doesn't matter if it's cigars trucks motors whatever (laughs) whatever subject matter doesn't matter gotcha he knows people oh yeah okay and i know when you make a cigar company that's Mm -hmm. about the people you need a people person wow yeah you need a people person and we don't have enough of that and and that's one of the reasons that when i have the opportunity to talk to him i just take it in okay you know what i mean because i'm like this is an example of how you treat people. This is the example of you want to do business. You got to make money. Yeah. But how can we make it 
better for the consumer, the people that we partner with? How do we make it better for them? And from the top down, Come on. they're that way. Yeah. And they, I mean, dude, he, I gave him when he got here a, a Riata mm-hmm. in the 6x46. I had two earlier today. It's a great freaking yes, smoke. Sir. And, I mean, their cigar line is on point. And then when you take all of the how we treat people mm. and mix it with great cigars, <clears throat> you've made a great company. Oh, yeah. And so I don't know who's even out there that's never tried McAuliffe, but you need to have that like yeah. also on your list Most to get in on. Most they do a passport program to mm. smoke their line of cigars. And when I first saw they were doing the passport, I was like, oh, I mean, you know, I've already smoked all their yeah. cigars. So it really wasn't like light on for me. Gotcha. I was like, I've already smoked them all. But then when I reflected on that and I thought, you know what? The thing about it is smoking through the entire line of McAuliffe really helped me develop my palate Palette. Mm-hmm. because it took me on a journey that randomly I would have never done. No, you know no, what I mean? No. It, it, it forced me to go, oh, this is how I get to that point. And then you got your jewel out of it with the medallion, which you probably would have never smoked. In the beginning. Oh. Because of where your 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 palate and your mindset was. It wasn't there. black. No. <laughs> it was you know it wasn't overpowering. It wasn't And I mean, you know, it was a, it, and it was a six by forty six. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I would have never smoked a six by forty six. You know where I smoked my first very, very first six by forty six medallion? No. I had lunch with Al McAuliffe. And we went over to the Silver Leaf, and he reaches in his pocket and hands me one, and that was my first one. And let me tell you, my palate wasn't even ready at that moment for For that that cigar. cigar. It really wasn't. Like, I smoked it, and I thought, oh, that's good. And it was until I smoked, like, five of them that I was like, this is my palate. This cigar... Every time, like, makes me a happy man. You know what I mean? And so, from top to bottom, though, it's about the people. And that's what they prefer. That's what they talk about all. And it's not just talk, it's their actions. Dude, they, I mean, it's unbelievable what they do for their consumers, what they do for their uh, group. Mm hmm. The ambassadors, ambassadors, they like do so much stuff yeah, for those guys. Yeah, yeah. And then the brick and mortars. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put their money where their mouth is. Yeah. And that's what they do. Stacks. Like I, I know very and like and I know some cigar companies say that they only allow their cigars to be sold at brick and mortars. <laughs> and then I see those cigars online, online mm-hmm. and I'm like You lied. Well, here's the deal though. You lied. They may not have given permission to those guys to sell their cigars, but they're still online. I don't know how that transpired, uh-huh. but what I do know is when McAuliffe saw somebody online selling their cigars, they were like, Hey, that's not how we do yeah. business. Yep. And so, I mean, a company could say, well, somebody bought them. Mm-hmm. We don't care how you ended up with them. We didn't sell them to you. 
So we're not participating. That's not what they did, though. They sent a letter and said, hey, we're ready to go to war. We're ready to kick your ass if you want to keep this up because that's not how we do business. And I mean, dude, that's a company that, like, I want to align myself with. We have. You know what I mean? And we and it's have. like when when you have that level of standards, it's like I don't know how they allowed cigar talk to weasel their way in <laughs> and to stay be, in. Right. <laughs> but we're thankful. Yes, we are. And so, you know, wow, do you realize that McAuliffe has sponsored cigar talk? At the end of this month, it will be for three years. It's a blessing. And so, do I want to talk about them because they're a sponsor? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But what they do for the consumers Mm. and their brick and mortars makes me proud to have them as a sponsor. Makes us proud that we're aligned with them. Right. And very fortunate. Oh, very yes. blessed. Oh, yes. So, anyway, look down the show notes, show, show, and we'll show have notes. a link for McAuliffe as well. Spin the wheel. <laughs> see where you land. Yes, sir. Anyway, uh, so the next little thing we were going to talk about, in case, in case you already quit listening, for those of you that stuck around, we have a special, very, very special announcement. Are you ready? Yeah. For the next six weeks, at least, Bryant will not be on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Great news. (laughs) I didn't say great news. I just said special news. Because, you know, you are special. No, I'm not. Well, which way are you trying to say? You know what way I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to say. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> nah, man, we're going to miss you, bro. Thank this you. is your, you know what? We're going to do a lot of up crew show. Mm-hmm. And so we also want to say thank you to the, the crew. crew. Yes. You know, uh, those guys help support the show <sighs> every week. <sighs> and we want to say thank you so much to you guys. Most I mean, definitely. these are guys that support the show. In fact, I mean, what they do for us mm. is mind blowing. That, like, you take the cigar community, and you know, overall, I say the cigar community is pretty damn good. But when you have guys that step up and take care of the show coming yes. out, that's a special like level mm-hmm. of guy of the community mm-hmm. because they know that this is an expensive adventure we're on (laughs) you know very and you know what for some guys i'm going to tell you right now did you know some podcasts are not near as expensive to produce as what cigar talk is did you know that yeah Yeah, some people like maybe one twentieth of the cost but because i always want to make the show better I go through new equipment on a regular basis, yes, and sometimes do. it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yes, we do. And so, yeah, you could probably find a host that was, like, <laughs> not as inclined to make the improvements, and maybe that show's fine. But I have this addiction, and it is an addiction. It is. To say, I mean, how many microphones have we gone through? Too many. <laughs> but, look Too at, many. but look at the sound quality. Yeah, what we've graduated to 
And there's a, I mean, when we started, I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I bought expensive equipment yeah. thinking this is what we need. And it really was. And it was like, that's not a good piece of equipment no. for what we do. Yes, correct. And Very I, correct. I mean, and it was good equipment, but it was still not what we yeah. needed. And then there's also the learning curve, Ooh. which I'm still on. And I don't think that as long as we do this show, I will never be off of the learning how to do better. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's a challenge a to continual make challenge. it better. And yeah. sometimes, some weeks when I go back and listen, I'm like, oh, I missed that. <laughs> I missed that little hum on the third section. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. And so, you know. It's a work. It's a work in progress. It is. And so we still want to say thank yes, you to, to the, the Patreons, Patreons, the crew that helps us make Keep this going. happen every Keep week. Going. And anyway, and there will be a link down the show notes. If you'd shout like to become shout, a Patreon shout. member, we would love to have you. You'll be a member on our Discord yes, server where we hang out and shoot the shit. Discord. We show off what cigars we're smoking. We talk about food. We talk about crypto. We talk about whatever. <laughs> we have rooms for all these Everything. different subjects. You need to come back on. Dude, it, it, well, on. I probably can yeah, now because I, yeah. I don't have to worry about being at work. You know what? Redo tomorrow and then... Then on. are you off tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, nice. I can't go to work tomorrow. I got to prepare. What do you got to do? First of all, I can't eat or drink anything after a certain time. What I can't time? smoke. I can't smoke at all. I got to get stuff together for the uh, to go to the hospital. And Let me prepare. ask you this: At what time? Do you know what time your surgery actually starts on Tuesday? Nah. Well, I'm the first one in the morning. So and probably seven, seven thirty, somewhere around there. Yeah. So you can't eat after 7 in the morning? No, I can't eat after uh, 11 tomorrow night. Oh, eat so 12 hours. Yeah. Well, not even 12 Damn, hours, actually, like 8 hours. Yeah, it's wow. actually 8 hours. <laughs> so <clears throat> at 11 tomorrow night. Yeah, but see, the problem is you still don't want anything heavy on your stomach before you go in there. So you got to be, you have to be mindful of what you're eating throughout the day. Well, I wanted to just invite you. You'll be off tomorrow. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can. But at 22.30 tomorrow night? Nah, bro. No, wait, wait, wait. You didn't hear me. I'm having ribs and potato salad. We'll not be here. (laughs) We'll not be here. I'm going to smoke them all night. Larry will be here enjoying it because I will not. I will not. We'll be like, oh, that's good. Get Brian. (laughs) No, you know I don't smoke meat. I smoke cigars. Fritz, that's yeah, your meat done. smoker. I'm that's done. your meat smoker. Done. All right, guys. I'm done. Hope you enjoyed this week's show. <laughs> oh I know God. we had a few left turns, went right. <laughs> for real. Look down the show notes and look for our sponsors, which is The Leaf, Case Elegance, Tabanero, McAuliffe, and we welcome you to take a look and check out our Patreon site. Yes, sir. Anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week. And until next time, keep smoking. the clouds when we're together just sing a song and think about sunny weather happy
Tell me, me. Bum, 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 bum. Uh,